Greetings, true believers! Nowhere California is heading out to Stan Lee's Kamikaze. The convention will run October 30th to November 1st at the Los Angeles Convention Center. The Generalissimo has a lot in store for this year's event. For more information, go to kamikazeexpo.com. Come on! We did it! I know you got a little Lee in you. Come on, man! Go full-on Daredevil on this one! Yeah, take a shot in the dark on this one. Excelsior! There you go! There you yeah! Go. yeah. I gotta admit, that felt good. Welcome to Nowhere California Presents Why Not One Hour Photo. If by some random reason you have not seen this movie yet, or maybe you just finished watching it 10 minutes before recording, <coughs> Nick. Fuck you, man! I was trying to take a drink there and you rolled me on the bus! You son of a bitch! Okay, I did watch it 10 minutes ago. Well, at least you did watch it before we started discussing it. That's true! But if you're in that rare minority, which honestly, this is a smaller movie, Robin Williams, if you have not seen it yet, as always, don't listen to the following episode. Go watch the movie and then come back and listen to our discussion of one hour photo. You heard the disclaimer. Welcome to Why Not One Hour Photo. This is Josh. This is Phil. This is Nick. That was a hell of a tongue twister right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not welcome to One Hour Photo? There's too many. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. One hour photo. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> and this oh. intro is officially wickedy wickedy whack. <laughs> whack, son! Oh, so we gotta get the jokes out of the way right now because we're we're jumping into kind of a serious fucking oh, movie. This is an <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot to laugh at in this one. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, um, to those people that don't know the movie, we're going into the dark realm with uh, Robin Williams to continue our continuing series of Robin Williams Why Nots, and I really wanted to cover this movie like the freaking cure for cancer yeah oh my god yeah i was kind of disappointed when we um we didn't get a chance to record it back to back when we were doing uh, moscow and the hudson because yeah. it's so diverse oh, you yeah. look at moscow and then you look at this bad boy and it's just you I think sometimes day. sometimes you forget just how incredible robin williams is well you know <laughs> see, and this takes you to a whole new kind of uh, incredible because he, yeah. he creates a character who on any other level is just Freakishly creepy, yeah. right. and absolutely, yeah, like you said, absolutely reprehensible. And you, and and by the time you get done with this film, you feel kind of sympathetic for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I won't rush ahead too far, yeah. but, oh, no, no, but no, no, damn, no. you know, like yeah. damn, yeah, it's gonna be this is gonna be a fun conversation for a dark freaking movie. But yeah. no, no, this, the, yeah, no, there's a lot to cover here, and it's very deep, very awesome. And it's typical Robin Williams. Yeah, I'll I should probably say. Well, actually, not typical, but typical brilliance. Yeah, it's, it's typical it's, talent. Thank of you. Robin exactly. Talent. I was trying to find the right words because it's not typical Robin Williams. But if you look at his career and everything, though, it is kind of him. Oh yeah. But um, before we get into the specs and everything, I do want to throw it out here that right. honestly, I will put it here right now that one hour photo is my favorite dramatic Robin Williams movie. Of I'm, all time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Agree is with the you most there. diverse. Dramatic and even counting Good uh, Goodwill Hunting, the one that won him the Oscar, is like I like one hour photo more than that. I, uh, I like this one a lot. Don't get me wrong, I like this one a lot, but it's hard to sway me from Dead Poets. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Well, that's it's a hard argument. That's no, a, right, right. I've got a good one for you too, uh, Nick. Um, I can watch this one more than I can. I don't think I'll ever watch Garp again. Coming in November. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, we're going to cover that one. I, I didn't jump the gun. Oh, no, I, no, I, no, no. I was no. just making sure. I, I mean, I watched it. I love Robin Williams, but I don't think I'll ever watch it. You still care for the movie, yeah. Exactly, but one hour photo I can watch again. Yeah. And it, going back into this was a lot of fun. So, so uh, as always, let's jump into the specs. Let's get the budget and the box office out of the way. All okay. right. We'll roll into the cast. Yeah. I, do we normally talk in, uh, to talk uh, plot? Do we normally talk a lot? Well, we have well, a general discussion. Okay, kind of I was just... Plot. Sorry, I just don't know... You know. If you feel the need to dis- the, the read the plot out, then we can go from there, too. Okay, you know what? It's just, it's just real quick. Yeah. Um, an employee of a one-hour photo lab becomes obsessed with a young suburban family. It's really simple. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the generic overall synopsis Bare of bones. the film. Yeah. So we got the director and writer, uh, Mark... Uh, Romanek, is that how you spell it? Yes, and or if I it? remember correctly, I believe he is the director of the Nine Inch Nails video for Closer. Oh my! God. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Good. he's a music video director before. This is his first feature film. That would explain wow. the freaky dream sequence. Yes. And, oh, we're gonna and, get to that. Oh, and, and the way the 
the store is lit and shot. Yeah, and yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay, cast Robin Williams, of course, as Seymour Parrish. Sai. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sai the photo. Guy. No, 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 you're right. It's Seymour, oh, but Seymour, he goes yeah. by Sai. Yeah. yeah, he goes by Sai, and also his last name's Parrish. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about it. Was all, Holy wait shit. a minute. What happened to Jumanji that made him so twisted? Yeah. No. What didn't? Jeez, I mean, yeah, exactly. he was a little kid trapped for, for 26 weeks. years. What yeah. happened in Jumanji mm. stays in Jumanji. Okay. Unless you roll an 8 or a 7. <laughs> exactly, 7 or an 8. Um, Still waiting for somebody to roll a 7 or 8. Exactly. Connie Nielsen, uh, Nina Yorkin. Hot Connie Mike, Nielsen. Michael Vartan is Will Yorkin. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy, probably, but... Oh, yeah, yeah but he played, he played a good dick. <laughs> like Damon Elias, hate him in this. Okay. <clears throat> and, of course, Dylan Smith as uh, Jacob York. Yeah. yeah. And, but uh, uh, also, Eric LaSalle should be listed, right? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, what's um, Eric LaSalle. Oh, he's, like he's down there. Or something he's down there. He's three, three part last name. Yeah, there's a couple. He's of, a detective, but he doesn't come in until towards the end. Yeah, oh, no, a, yeah, yeah. The, there, there are people at the end that are just... There's Eric LaSalle that plays the detective. Gary Cole that plays... Bill Cy. Owens. Bill Owens' boss. His yeah. boss. Uh, the bigger same dick. kind of character. I'm going to need your work Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cy, don't yeah. be so fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, you got the people that were just in the random photos. Amateur porn guy, stuff um, like that. You know? I, if I remember correctly, the guy that plays amateur porn guy is also the dean at Community... Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I think his name is Jim Rash. Yes, yeah, Jim I Rash. love that guy. Yeah. I'm double checking. I absolutely Maybe. loved him. Rick yeah. and Morty. Yeah, it's funny because after Robin passed, I went through my, I did the Robin yeah. marathon, and mm-hmm. I'm watching one of our photos, and I, it comes to him, I'm like, wait a sec. Yeah, he's the yeah. dean. He's the yeah. dean from Community. I love that guy. And now, now for the depressing part, let's get to the box office. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this kind of shocked me. Did it really? Did it tank? It, it, it didn't tank, but it was. We just don't have uh, no. What what we have here is just not the right numbers. See, the budget was twelve million, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now the opening weekend uh, in Spain, we have Spain and Australia. Uh, it grossed one million thirty-seven. Well, let me hit the Seymour. Uh, no, is that weekend, uh, ah, three hundred and twenty-one million? Yeah, so it's twelve so, million budget, three hundred and twenty. Three hundred twenty-one million. So it it's opening no weekend thousand. or it's 1,321,000, sorry. Yeah, that's kind of a hard core. That's, that's mm-hmm. you got to look at this movie, though. One, it's an independent film. Mm-hmm. It's an art house film. Right. But look, by January of 2003, it did make a profit in video sales. Yeah. 31,597,000. Which, uh, along those lines, that's where people were really recovering it gets there. The, mm-hmm. This definitely had the second life of DVD. It did. It did. Especially, you know, from 2002, people started seeing it. And then um, DVD brought it all the way up. So it did finally make a profit within the year. And I, w- I was very happy about this one point, though, too. It did play up here. Yes. yes Normally yes. these get lost. Yeah. I was. T- Funny thing was, this was the last movie I saw before I headed to Utah for my uh, oh. quote-unquote mission. Oh, really? My six days in Utah at the training center going, why am I here? (laughs) (laughs) So back to the one-hour photo and uh, the general discussion. Right, so now we're talking plot and stuff, right? Just a general discussion. No, just a general discussion. We open, I mean, the the film opens with him in the, the, uh, in the holding, uh, yeah, in the holding, holding area and uh, interrogation area for the uh, police station. And he wants, uh, yeah, we're not, he wants his photos. He wants his pictures. He's there for yeah, and but, they tell us the photos. They don't. They don't look pretty. pretty. They're not pretty. Yeah, and he's just. But he still wants them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then it kind of launches into a flashback, sort of. Yeah, he goes. He goes. So tell me why, why, why you're doing this. Right. So you go back, and we find out we have Cy, the photo guy. I've been doing mini lab work for over twenty years now. I consider it an important job. Yeah. Works at a one-hour photo shop. Super nice guy, Super just nice very guy, most, withdrawn. Um, nonchalant person, kind of in that whole vein of right when the serial killer is found. Oh, he's such a quiet, nice guy. Yeah, Con- exactly. Contrary to George Carlin's belief, uh, you know, this is the quiet one you want to watch this yeah, time. Yeah, so. it, it is. Because you, you get, you're just getting his general work life. You get him... Talking to his assistant. Yeah, and that he absolutely loves photography. Mm-hmm. He loves, you know, being in control of, uh, you Making know, sure everything's perfect. perfect and precise, and yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, and we get the first introduction of the Arkin family. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
where I believe they were just coming back from a trip. Yep. Yeah, and but getting uh, ready for Jake's birthday. Birthday, yeah. That's right. And he makes a comment that he has been developing their photos for, for years. years. Yeah, and it, it's years. it's He's been watched years. the kids. Well, whenever they turn in their stuff, he he fills out their information. Yeah. He knows their address. Yeah, he knows, their address. He knows everything. everything. It's this. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. Yorkin. Can I get that address again? Yes. Three two six Serrano Terrace. So Which he, automatically gives you a little pause. You're yeah, like, like Ooh, Ooh, that's okay. Kind of that's either good customer service or wow. <sighs> yeah. Well, when, we, when we get to other parts, I want to cover. It's going to be yeah. Great. And but um, we yeah. get like kind of we get that slow trickle of creep where yeah, he's it's fills out the subtle, forms, but he really, gives the kid the camera. Uh huh. The free camera. Yeah. Oh, you got one shot left. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. So he shot. takes one of himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He can't waste that last shot. Gotta gotta feel like I'm part of that family. Yeah. But oh, let's not gosh. jump that gun. Oh no no no. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, oh we'll get the, him being part of the family soon. We're talking about this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but so the family leaves and he just kind of lives his life, but gets ready to leave, and you see the loneliness of his life. Oh. Right. Well, and Jake is the kid is the first one because again, as a parent and as most film depicts, mm-hmm. kids are very intuitive. Yeah. They pick up on things a lot of times that adults don't. Um, usually it's the kids who are the first one to try to warn you that there's a fucking killer on the list. Oh, exactly. But they don't listen. So, yeah. But he's the first one to say, he seems really sad and lonely. Yeah. And his mom, uh, Connie oh. Nielsen. What do you mean? Oh, I got a boner. Anyway, uh, yeah. Connie Nielsen is the first one. She says, uh, Someone seems sad. They don't have any friends. It makes me feel bad for them. Who is that and doesn't have any friends? Sigh. The photo guy at the one-hour place? We really don't know that much about him, you know? You know, that no, he's he's probably got a, a wonderful girlfriend and a family at home, and you know, as a, and then that's when we cut to his home life. Yeah. Watching The Simpsons. Yes, watching yeah, The Simpsons. It's very random. And his hamster. But yeah, which one is he watching? Which Cape, one is he watching? Cape Fear with Sideshow Oh, that's Bob. fucking he, awesome. Psycho in it. Yes. <laughs> psycho, Sideshow I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe funny. it was Robin Williams' idea to have Simpsons. And, I don't doubt yeah, it. I don't no, doubt it. I don't it. doubt that either. And uh, that was a good one. Like Cape I was Fear. telling Josh just before you got here, oh. we just picked up the uh, uh, the Diamond Edition of Aladdin, and there's a whole oh, the, yes, the genie nice. outtakes. Have you, ever looked, have you ever looked at your life and said, gee, I'm not that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> There was a lot that they animated. You know? Yeah, they did so much uh, off screen, you yeah. know, just in the recording booth, uh, that and had sure them probably had... going, shit, what do we put in now? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had to isolate. They had to isolate the cleaner stuff because they know kids are going to watch the DVD. You know there's there probably ones. Robin Williams going, ah, suck my pecker you know I mean? You know, there's, yeah, there's, there's, he said there was hours upon hours. They but, did the clean stuff. But that's great. It, well, the dirty stuff for the genie takes. If you were that person, uh-huh. even after just that whole thing, like, well, we're not going to use those, but that's going in my bin. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, but see where he he went, uh, not off the rails, but really gave them something, a uh, huge spectrum to pull from yeah. oh. and what they wanted to do. Um, it, in, it, this, in this film... He kind of does it, but yeah. in the most subtle nuance of a performance. Right. right. Beat the nuance word to death. Uh, yeah, I just no, 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 you're not yeah. his his approach to this and seeing him not really smile other than when you yeah. know he sees the the, yeah. the family, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> oh, so and bad. really when he sees uh, the wife, yeah. Nina, the wife, Nina, I mean, Nina. Nina, it's Nina. Nina, Maya's the mistress. The yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, yeah, whore. Exactly. the whore, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, oh, can we talk about his appearance? Oh, definitely. With, with the blonde hair? With the blonde hair, he looks like yeah. a totally different The dude. serial the killer glasses. Hair, the yes. glasses. I mean, the nurse's shoes. It's it's a completely different appearance than he's... Khaki pants. Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, it depicts, it depicts that whole... Especially his workstation. You can see it there, too. His whole photo area is color-coordinated. Like, all the film is color-coordinated. Right. Everything's yeah. stacked extremely neatly. He's mm-hmm. very well-kept. He looks sterile, clean. Well, and when you get back to his apartment, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that sterile. Yeah, if I remember clean. correctly from the commentary, the director and Robin mentioned the, <clears throat> how the muted colors of Robin in general, the hair, mm-hmm. the clothes, is to show how much of a just a face in the crowd he is. Right. How he's just kind of that person. That's in the- yeah, he's there. Yeah, all the time, and nobody. Nobody yeah. pays any attention to yeah. him. Right. Uh, Even like the scene <clears throat> to well to jump ahead but then jump completely back. Right, right. When he's fired uh-huh. and he's sitting in that bedroom set. Yeah. Uh, right. in the store where everybody's just passing him by, but he's just sitting there 
contemplate what's going on, but it's so... He's just there, oh, and no one knows. Right. It's, it's where, in any other situation, if you were walking along and you saw somebody that looked very dejected sitting by themselves sitting there, I would be willing to bet you in one, at least one in every 20 people, somebody would go, hey, are you okay? Something going, you need it? You okay? Or scary. Yeah, that kind of thing. Or, hey, there's a guy over here who looks really looks upset. Really, really Something, upset. Something's wrong. There, you know, that there? kind of, somebody would take some notice. But, yeah. yeah, they made it a point to show that nobody paid any attention to him at the lowest point yeah. exactly. of his life. You know, losing the film job, you know. Yeah, he works uh, so hard. Yes, know, that he uh, that is his life. I like to talk about his, uh, his monologuing. Oh, his monologues, uh, when he would talk about, um, th- this one I think sticks out to me when he says, you know, when people look at a photo, you know, they don't really think about that. They don't realize that when you take a photo for just a fraction of time, you stop it. You know, you yeah. stop time. Yeah. Just the way he looks at uh, the pictures and when he buys that picture, oh, that yeah. one picture from that, that place, and he says this is a picture of his mother. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, I like I said, I hope I'm not going too uh, out of hand. There's just no. so much to cover in this. Oh, yeah, and is, then to keep going with the monologue. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Uh, to go along with the firing thing, too, where he goes and starts taking some pictures when he's going off the rails. But he has that snapshot model. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the word snapshot was originally a hunting term. Yeah. Where he's talking about the the origin of the word snapshot is from hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow. And just the way he says it and everything, is just like, Robin, you're a creepy dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's not, you know, he's not portrayed as a out-of-control, barely-contained entity. This no. is a very focused laser of a person. You know? Oh, yeah. So you you get this you get this character that's completely different from the Robin Williams that we've seen in other films. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean we we've seen some turn of his madness, you know, and his his over exuberance in other films. Uh, even when he is being serious in those but films, but this one's just but this so one's just different and stands very out. not. Mo- I won't even say monotone because that's not right. No, no. Um, very. I'm going to say it like this: monochromatic. Like, like when that. you're taking a yeah. picture, it's very monochromatic. Yeah. It, it has he has one. The colors are right. Yeah, where they right. Yeah, it's just one tone of color to them, and it's a very focused yeah. tone. And to kind of, I believe in the <clears throat> first uh, entrance into his apartment where we get to see the, his life and everything, mm-hmm. we get our first what the fuck with the wall, the wall, of pictures. the wall of pictures. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. you realize this dude ain't right. Right. That he. Well, yeah. That he really. There's something not. He right. really, wa- he really admires and wants to be involved with this family. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess I, to throw the question to you, before we realize the true intentions of his mm-hmm. life with this family, did you have the feeling it w- was a sexual thing or a violent thing? Um. Then I'll tell you what oh, my your point. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't get a violent or a sexual thing from yeah. from watching uh-huh. that. Like, yeah, you automatically do that. Stranger danger, you know. When you see yeah. the wall, you're like, oh shit, right? But like, who he's stalking him to kill him? But it, it wasn't. It was more of connection. Yeah, it was more like a collage of their life and and the happy moments and things like that. Not that that really changed anything, but it wasn't like, uh, hey, this is. These are the these are the dirty pictures that they took and had you know. Oh no no no! It wasn't anything like that. It was the family and the happiness, and there was as much of. I did notice, and it, it played out a little further down the road. But I did notice that more of the pictures involved uh, Nina and Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there were a lot of happy photos of all of them. Family, in there. Yeah. yeah. When, uh, Will, I think is. Yeah, Jake. Will. I got. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a sexual or a violent thing from it. Um, what, what was your thoughts on that? I didn't get a sexual or anything like that either. It's kind of like it's kind of weird. It's like what he is doing is creepy. Oh yeah. But um, at the same time, I'm like, well, we're taking the journey with him because he's yeah. talking to us, right? Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, I've I had a hard time disliking him. I know what he's doing is wrong. But at the same time, I understand. I I get this feeling that he's not trying to hurt anybody. Yeah, see, that's I mean, the, the, that's the vibe. The, I the demeanor yeah. that you get with him and the family when he interacts with with Nina and Jake, you don't get any kind of hey, this Creepy, is like, weird. This is you know, like yeah, it's nothing that seems like I'm going to kill you at any moment. I, I will say this ain't good creepy either. <laughs> no, if it was a different movie, 
Yeah, you know, because the movie could have... That's one of the things that's really neat about this. It could have gone so many oh, different directions. But when he went, supposedly went into their house, and he saw Jake's room. <laughs> Jake, you really have to tidy up your room, pal. I bet your mother's told you a thousand times. I mean, just that tone and stuff like yeah. that. I was thinking, this could go really dark if they... Yeah. Went somewhere else. With that's it. I agree totally with how you guys felt because okay. I I did not get a violent or mm-hmm. sexual thing from it. Mm-hmm. But there was like we wouldn't be doing this if we weren't movie junkies. Oh, no, 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 no. And that's the whole thing. Even back then, when this movie first initially came out, I'm sitting in the theater with my friends for several days away from going to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there watching it with certain things going on, going like, okay, this could go very wrong. And I'm not meaning like wrong, like creepy wrong like wrong like oh you guys shouldn't have gone that route like yeah like well it would have been a bad decision like a bad decision like like you said with the room and then like a dream we'll be talking about a little bit later too we'll be talking about that yeah yeah. Yeah, there's a certain dream where i was watching it before we get the climax of that scene where i'm going oh god don't don't be checking out the mom don't be checking out the mom you you Mm -hmm. have us in your hands Mm -hmm. you go you turn that on us you, you lost us and right. didn't because you'll find out when we talk about that scene. Right, and right. I mean, it's it, to me when I saw it on the wall, and the way that he would look at it, and the way it was presented was more of a like a you know when you cut a make a cutout collage for some college classes or whatever that says uh-huh. we want you to visualize the things that you want in your life. Yeah. That's what it struck me as oh. he looked at this very longingly like I wish this was my that, family that was my life I was that, part of this family or that was my life yeah. Now, yeah. this was a total butt clenching moment for me was when uh, he's sitting. when I hugged you from behind or? no well no. <laughs> okay. well no no that's, no, a diff- that's a different kind of clench okay alright yeah, that's a, more of a loosening <laughs> anywho back on the rails guys <laughs> the rails okay um this moment where he is watching football on the big screen TV in mm-hmm. their house, and they're coming home. Oh, that, the reveal of this. Yes, the reveal. You know, they're slowly getting in. You've seen this trope. You've seen this trope a thousand times. Yeah. I was thinking, oh my God, okay, he's going to get out of there, right? Yeah, he's going to run no, the no. door. No, no, they come in. They see them. They're face to face. Hey, Sai. I thought you said you were going out today. Uncle Sai. Can you help me put this together? And it was just all in his head. Yeah, yeah and he's still sitting in the car watching. It took a trope. It took a trope, and it totally railroaded me. Yeah. Well, to get back on the trip. Well, also, it was great. Before the, you they even get to that reveal, uh-huh. you see him shitting in their bathroom. I know. Just yeah. there, just, just, just sitting there enjoying himself. And I, I, I just, I had to, I had to talk about, I had to point out that scene because, like I said, it's one of those things. Any movie could have gone any direction, and this went this way. Yeah. And oh, it, hi, Sai. Hi, Uncle Sai. It kept it. Hey, will you help me build this? Yeah, it went a totally different direction. He's still sitting in his car. He never went in their house. See, now, in the midst of all of this, we get the introduction of a young woman who Uh comes in to pick up some pictures, and he says, you look very familiar to me. Like, I recognize (laughs) you. Right. Uh, And it isn't until a little bit later on when uh, he's looking at her, you know, after he's developed her photos and things like that, that he takes a look at the picture of the softball team. Yeah, and there is mm-hmm. Will and Will. Maya and Will on the no, same team. This is after the dark point where he got fired, right? Well, it, no, just prior to. It's, it's just prior, prior to. Okay, it, it's the prior. catalyst that starts the ball rolling. Yeah, All right, it's sorry. just anyway, prior to. Okay, um, because he he becomes immediately. In, in like, wait a minute. You wait have, a minute. This is a perfect you life. Have, why yeah. are you doing Why this? are you right. doing this sort of thing? So yeah. he he becomes a, a extremely enraged, and it's about that time that Bill, his manager, mm-hmm. his boss comes in and says, there's hundreds upon hundreds of duplicate photos, or there's hundreds of, yeah. upon hundreds of, of mm-hmm. photos that are missing. Because Cy has been making... He'd been making copies of himself. But also, too, before that scene, oh. um, where he... He doesn't confront Will. No. But he does talk to him. You're a very lucky man, Mr. Jorkin. You have a wonderful family. And if you don't mind my saying so, a very beautiful house, too. I'm sorry? It's kind of Cy's way of feeling him out. Yeah, Yeah. what's going on What's the game? You know, what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? That also, too, like you said, it leads into Bill kind of going, yeah, you have vacation time. 
Yeah, why don't you take some time, Sai? Why don't you take some, you know, and he's like, this is my life, this is my work, you know, sort of thing. Um, Which, ultimately, the missing pictures and stuff leads to him being fired. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a huge loss. And then there was also the argument with the the photo tech. Mm Mm-hmm. Where the blue is off by a couple points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have that huge uh, shouting match in the middle of the story. Right. Which just snowballs into a bill going, you're done. Yeah. And I, I... I got the feeling, without going too far into the backstory, mm-hmm. that Bill never cared for Side too much in the first place. Yeah, right. He found him creepy right off the bat. A little weird, and was looking for a reason to get rid of him. Anyhow, yeah. This just happened to present itself. So, in a, in a situation, in any other situation where there might have been discussion or a warning or something along those lines, and then boom, they they drop him. Right. Um, which. One of his final acts before he leaves is Jake brings in his camera and he develops those pictures. He also takes the pictures that he finds of Maya and Will having their affair mm-hmm. and slips it in there. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, leaves that for her. Uh, but we also get the <clears throat> the scene where Cy confronts Bill. Just dropping off some film. Just a customer. I can still shop here, can I, Bill? No, Cy, you can't still shop here. No, I believe I can, Bill. There's no law that says I can't shop here just because I was fired. I checked it outside. There's a thousand other places you could do your photos. There's no reason to come all the way down here other than to fuck with me. It's a very good reason. I calibrated that machine personally. It's the best mini lab in the state. You know, you get another glimpse of... Steals a knife. Yeah. (laughs) Just as he's walking out, yeah. Steals steals the hunting knife. Yeah. Uh, Which, again, leads me to think, uh uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah, this is going to be. This is where he's going to start. <laughs> this is where he's going to start peeling clothes. You know, like peeling people's skin off and wearing it. You know, on yeah. for himself. Okay, now this before we get too far, I think this might be a good time to bring up the dream sequence, right? Yes, the we got to cover that. The, the, cal- the real breaking point for yes. the. You get this very angelic scene of him just kind of floating there, eyes closed and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is the scene where. Uh, where I mentioned earlier about sterile white, sterile white, yeah. and just floating there, very white. It's almost a vivid white. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there in the theater, going, "Oh God, don't go sexual with this. Don't go sexual with this." They go the polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> nope. He closes his eyes, opens them, eyes shoot open, and they're red, blood red, and then blood red, and one blood tear comes down, and then all of a sudden just starts spraying. Ah! And then you get that Robin scream. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah, totally. That. I jumped. Oh, yeah. I, the and entire totally, theater. I think the, the entire sequence is only a few seconds it's long. It's only a few seconds and long. And he's, you know, it's just so built up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's there and gone. And he's up, and that's when he starts doing now, it. Now, I'm right? curious. Did they ever talk in commentary or anything uh, what, what the metaphorical meaning behind the whole thing was? Well, or uh, what do you guys think? Robin Williams said something about, um, you know, he... Uh, people were, uh, were were talking about him at the time when he because he did Death to Smoochie. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, d- d- Death to Smoochie, Insomnia, and this. They called it the Robin Williams Dark Trilogy. Yeah, yeah. He go he calls his uh, he goes Robin Williams Descent into Evil. Yeah, it's what he's mm-hmm. what he called it because he had he had taken a hiatus from Bicentennial Man. I mean, he hadn't needed to work. Yeah, but God bless him, he loves to work. Yeah, exactly. And so he came back and he did these three movies. Yeah, a dark comedy. Uh, one where he was a, a sociopathic killer, a thriller, a thriller, and then you got this. It's just a dark. It's a thriller, but uh, well, yeah, an independent dark film. Yeah, and there was a three, and they call about the the, the descent. Mm-hmm. Um, I I haven't really uh, heard too much of the. Uh, it's been a while since I listened to the commentary on that one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, an explanation. It was more like we talked about how the director was a music video director. And they did the trick with lighting and stuff like it's that. Just more, it was just more for that moment. I'm curious if it has something to do with it's easier to travel through with his eyes shut yeah. to what's going on. But to open them, you know, he sees the pain and the, you know, he sees the pain of the situation that's going on with the... Uh, um, uh, Will and Maya, and it, hurts. Yeah. And, it and it's painful to see, you know, for him to see that, and so that's why it's just like he would rather, you know, he would rather have, keep his eyes, yeah, keep his eyes shut his eyes to the whole thing, but he, he just can't, like, he can't, I don't know, he can't he, escape it, he can't keep his eyes shut to it. That's also, if you want to look at it that way too, as much as he wants to keep his eyes shut, 
as much blood is sprayed, it's like mm-hmm. there's no way to keep this locked. Yeah, once it's right. open, he can't. It's already stop there. It. Yeah, once yeah. It, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like what he's seen can't be unseen. Right, yeah. and so, so he, has he has to, to take it. In. He there's has many to, ways to see. That's yeah, the thing. See, you it's, could, it's subject to interpretation, right? And as a viewer, uh, that's very rewarding. Yeah, yeah. and then. That gives us the finale, I guess. I Pretty much it's the that. setup where he decides to follow Nina uh-huh. and Jake. Yeah. And again, you're like, oh, God, please don't kill him. You know, yeah. like, where is he going with this whole thing? Yeah, what is he doing? Oh, not to mention he takes pictures of his boss's uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, snapshot yeah, yeah. moment. Yes. we got to talk oh, about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, the snapshot moment. I didn't want to talk about. See, there's so much. I just don't want to miss that. No, well, just, you realize how... Threatening he can be without ever inflicting any physical damage. Yeah. And not even being in the same range of the yeah, person. Because right. he takes the pictures, he turns them in to be developed. I See, now, I, my... And then it? his assistant brings it in to build, too. That's, my, that's the curiosity behind it. Does he do that on purpose? Oh, yeah. Knowing that he's going to be... The, the cop, they're going to call the cops? Well, or does he think that it's going to scare his boss enough that he'll... It'll, honestly, I would say it may have started out to scare him. Mm-hmm. But how methodical, how precise right. Sai is, he knew what was going to happen. And I think he well, see, but that was also the thing. He says, I came to get my pictures developed, yeah. and I have to come here, because yeah. I calibrated it myself. You know, this is yeah, the best machine, machine the, out the, there. Because Yo- I believe his assistant's name is Yoshi. Yes. He knew, he would have to know that Yoshi's going to go, hey, wait a second, that's Bill's kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go to Bill and go, hey. Um, so it was planned. Yeah. I think he, at first he may have thought, like, Oh yeah, he's, he's, this is just going to scare him. But then after a while, he's probably thinking like, "No, this is going to get the cops involved," yeah. and that could which be, it does, <laughs> it, it does. But uh, it, it's just crazy because the snapshots are all done mm-hmm. just each one in succession is slightly closer, 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 closer and closer. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a little flip book. <laughs> yes, and uh, you know he's just like it's son of a bitch. You know, it's sick, sick, sick sort of thing. And so, but again, I didn't get any. I didn't get any sexual. Or, I didn't get any sexual or anything yeah, out of it. Danger. I got maybe a little danger. A little out of danger, it. but because, more danger towards Bill. Right. Like I know where you're at. I know how to get I to your family. You're you're you know at. that sort of thing. Like stop fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it goes into him pursuing, you know, following Nina and and Jake, and watching her pick up the photos. Oh yeah. And uh, because she pulls over. Yes. Well, she yeah, she stops, she gets the photos, and then she's driving, and all of a sudden she violently pulls, pulls the car over, over the so side of the she's seen So we know she's seeing them. Yeah. Now, again, oh, there's the there's these little parts that are left in there that it makes you go, like, why? Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't think Jake was ever threatened by Cy. Yeah. I think he knew, you know, they had that one awkward interaction where he had the, toy, you know, the Angelion toy, and yeah, and all that stuff, and he's like, that. I can't yeah. take it, I can't. Okay. You know, but he knew that he meant good. Yeah. You know, he knew that he, he meant well. But... Jake sees him in the in the side view mirror pulled over to the side of the road while the mom's looking at these pictures. Um, but then he follows them home, and then he gets very angry because she doesn't she doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then he says, "What is wrong with these people?" Yeah, because yeah. like she's not calling him on it, and it's his the world he has developed in his mind and yep. on that wall and everything is shattered. Right. Yet at the same time, he still. Well, no, I think at that point, yeah, he's because that's kind of the last time you really see him pursuing Nina. Yeah, yeah. Then it becomes this mission to make things right, make things right, to expose him, yeah. to expose so the husband. He follows. He then follows Will, sees him with Maya. They get in her Porsche mm-hmm. and head to the hotel. Uh huh. <clears throat> um, and that's where you kind of get the idea finally. That the wife's known about this for a while. Right. Yeah. She just hasn't had any real proof of it. Oh, yeah. Let's go back. She says, she's like, you know, neglect takes many forms and stuff like yeah. that. You know, and he goes, look, I have to keep working and stuff like that. The neglect is there. Yeah. We, we, the, the we distance and the, the distance and neglect stuff like and just, exactly. Just the not perfect. She home. tries to call on it and he goes, he goes, well, you know what? I need to go back to work and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so. see, oh, excuse me. No, no. Size, size, uh, view of their perfect life mm-hmm. becomes. Very shattered because he understands that in reality, nothing's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In photos, they're perfect. Yeah. But he's not that seeing that anymore. He's starting to see. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is why he's probably never really confronted them outside because he doesn't want, maybe subconsciously, he doesn't want that shattered. Yeah. And now it has been, so he has, he to, has to, to, yeah, right. to, try, to try to make things you know, right or to, you know, he's blaming Will for all of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So 
I follow him to the hotel, and he goes. He's in like they're in room like four ten or four four eleven, yeah. and then he's in four nineteen. Yeah, cancels their room, room service order uh-huh. and shows up himself. Yeah. <laughs> goes in, and then, the knife. yeah, and uh-huh. then says, "If you move, you try to do anything, I'll stab you through the heart." Yeah, and then forces them into into these very positions. erotic sexual things. You have to look like you're having fun. Even says put put like put your thing this, in your this mouth. is where I was like oh size so basically Phil he, goes, <laughs> he says put your thing in his mouth <laughs> or in her mouth I'm sorry put your thing in her mouth I was like that's a very Phil morning moment so, come now, you know touch her hiney yeah I was like wow okay uh, this is supposed to be fun put your finger where the caca comes out yeah. um. It's supposed to look like coitus. Yes, so... <laughs> we don't know what coitus is! Um, <laughs> coitus is fucking yeah. white. Okay. So, but anyway, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we had our Phil Morgan moment there. And then he... And then he uh, Photoshop with yes, Phil Morgan. Yes, yes. So, next time I see you with the camera, I'll be like, you put that fucking away right you now. You put that away, I am put not that putting away. that thing in my mouth. What's in your other hand? I don't want to see a knife. Gotcha. So right. anyhow, uh, okay. he you know he puts them in different poses and takes picture after yeah, picture after picture. They're not they, when they don't do what he's saying. He goes, uh, "Did I tell you to touch her? Yeah. Did I tell you to touch her?" When he has those fits again, yeah. it's like, again oh, a no, very Morgan. Phil Morgan moment yeah. where Phil yeah, goes, well, from, that's when you "I'm very nice," and then I'll snap. Yeah, when uh, you talk shit about Ghostbusters or something yes. like that, you know, <laughs> or try to touch a woman. Right. <laughs> that's the reason I haven't been on a date in years. Oh, oh wow! Well, I, I, I cannot believe I've been keeping you, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did I tell you to touch her? Okay. So, anyway. so, no, go ahead. so yeah, so he does that, and then uh, <laughs> Nina then tries to call. She actually calls the hotel and asks for that room, like right. asks for asks for them. No, he, she calls his office. Office, that's right. She calls the office. Uh, and quick the, side thing: only nowhere California can have this type of conversation, a dark, serious movie, and have this kind of show. That was a very Phil Morgan <laughs> Absolutely. moment there. No, uh, yeah, works. she calls the office going, the guy, the guy on the like, other yeah. trying to shuffle around like, oh, you can't get hold of him. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I know what's going on. I've known for a while, so just, just, just fucking get me to the hotel. Yeah. So they do, but nobody answers. Yeah. So that's when she calls, you know, they call the police and all yeah. that stuff. And, <clears throat> uh, so the police show up, Eric LaSalle and yeah, all of them show up there. Yes, mm-hmm. at the at the the hotel and they're already looking for Cy anyway. Yeah. So we get a chasing. Yeah, well you get him where he's just about to get away and yeah. then he hits a door that has an emergency alarm. alarm on it. Yep. And uh sets it off and it sets under this chase. Not a long chase, but, but a chase. I gotta admit the run uh-huh. down that uh drive area. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When I saw it in theaters, it made me a little dizzy because of how they got it shot. It was perfectly, beautifully mm-hmm. shot. And I was also thinking, like, wow, Robin's in real good shape for that shit. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah, and then you get that climactic shot of the lights flashing on him, mm-hmm. getting the lights in his eyes. Yeah. Just getting that bleached out look of him. Oh, my him. God. Just yeah. That almost scared. Well, what happens to him at that moment? It's over. He's captured. Mm-hmm. Like a photograph. Yeah. Uh, it's the flash. The flash. The, the whole, flash of the photo. So it all comes back to, you know, photography sort of thing. But then that's where it takes us back to the... The, 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 the beginning. Yeah. The beginning. It brings us full circle to the, the interrogation room. Now. And um, okay. Before we get to this part, if you have not watched the movie yet, one, you need to listen to our freaking disclaimer. Yeah. And two, you're on your own. Yeah. So we're going to give you a, a three-second pause. Three, two, one... Cy gets fucked in the ass in a holding cell over and over again. By Eric LaSalle. You're never going to watch ER the same way again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All while the little kid takes pictures. Okay, that doesn't So there happen. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really happen. No, I, I know. <laughs> I look how we're like, ooh, that's gross. Ooh, that's gross, Eric LaSalle. And then Phil's like, I'm going real fucking dark. Yeah, I was going to take the kid pictures. in there. <laughs> yeah. And the kid took pictures while I masturbated. Um, With a sock uh, Yes. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Name Muffy. Don't you put it in your mouth, don't you stop it. Oh my god, we got a song too. There we go. <laughs> oh, that was that was a Canadian song. But now I feel I feel bad because now the real ending's not gonna hold any fucking merit. <laughs> it's not gonna hold any Honestly, camel for this. No, it, the ending, it actually is. The ending is a shock. 
It is because uh, what happens. R- r- reminder: okay. He's sitting there taking pictures the yes. entire time. Now that the Will and Maya are on bed, not touching. <laughs> right, but just giving the illusion illusion of it. Um, and and keep in mind, he's been taking pictures of this family. He's been doing all of this stuff. It would just make you go, everything he's doing is wrong. Yeah. Okay, and his world is unraveled and all of this stuff. He, in a, in a very beautiful monologue, makes you feel bad for him. You're a good man, good husband and father, a man who appreciates his good fortune. You're not the type of father who'd cheat on his wife, hurt his family, betray their trust. You would never neglect and abuse your children. Make horrible demands of your children. You would never ask, you would never ask your children to do things, things that children shouldn't do. You would never take disgusting, sick, degrading pictures of your children doing these things. You would never treat your children like animals. Will Yorkin had it all and he threw it all away. He's not a good father. Unbelievably, I was like, are you serious? I'm going to feel sympathetic towards the villain at the end? Uh-huh. Well, you kind of feel sympathetic towards every photo map right. worker but that you've you, ever... But then you realize that he's not the necessarily the villain. No. He's a victim Who's trying to avenge at this point? Yes. He's trying to help and trying to get her to see the light, get get Nina to see the light. Yeah, honestly, get Will to see the light too. Right. Doing what he did. So he explains to Eric LaSalle's character mm-hmm. that it starts off with the family. He should appreciate, you know, what he had, you know, this kind of thing. But then it turns into. You should never make a child do that. Yeah. You should never make a child do things that children aren't supposed to do. You would never take you should never do, degrading. Yeah, you should never do those. You should never treat your wife that way. You know, you should never treat anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it becomes very clear that he didn't see Nina, Jake, and Will as a family that he necessarily wanted to be part of. He wanted to be part of the picturesque mm-hmm. photograph family. Yeah, yeah. And then when he realized that... Will was really no different than his own father in the sense that he mm-hmm. was screwing around on yeah. his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not the fact that y- you learn that Cy was forced to take degrading degrading yeah. pictures, pictures and probably sexual pictures mm-hmm. by his father. Yeah, no, 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 no. He says no child should right. Ever, ever, any child should trust their father. Right, right. and so it becomes this thing where it's like, oh shit. And he says, "Thank you, Cy. Yeah, you answered." All my questions. Yeah, and he, he asked at the beginning, can I have my, my pictures back? Can I have my pictures back? And they're like, well, it's admissed, you know, it's going to be admissed as evidence. Um, but they give him the pictures, mm-hmm. and his pictures of, the, the, like, the, furniture. Yeah, the hotel, the hotel, the hotel. Same, They're the same kind of pictures that the kid took. Right. Yeah. They're close, yeah, close-ups of the sink, close-ups of the toilet. Right. There are no degrading pictures. Which, again, ties Cy and Jake that Cy yeah. sees himself and Jake, uh-huh. you know, that sort of thing. Had a it's father, all who, yeah, it's all, yeah. It all comes together at the end of it. Yeah. You just realize that he's just a victim who's a little fucked in the head, <laughs> tried to adjust, and just couldn't do it. Yeah. And so at the close of this all, the person who was supposed to be the terror, you know, terrorizing and terrible the person, yes, the- wasn't at all. Yeah. You know, wasn't at all what you he thought was he was going to be. Angel. Yeah, <clears throat> and, then, and uh, if I remember correctly from the commentary, that that's the fact that they used the Evan Evan character, Evan the the toy that he gives. Oh yeah, oh, and, yeah, and uh, Evangelion. Yeah. Evangelion mm-hmm. anime. Yeah, um, the way that that figure looks mm-hmm. as the angel. That I remember that from the commentary. It's a protective angel. Yep. Yeah, and um, that's how I saw himself, and yeah. it and uh, like I said. Um, any any route, this thing could have turned into a th- slasher, could have been a thriller, and this became a thought-provoking, yeah, very original film. And thankfully, there's nothing like it out there, and uh, else like it out there. A lot of the credit, and even the director has said before, and I believe he said it during the aftermath of Robin's passing, like 
a good portion of the reason the movie was made and the movie was what it was was because of Robin. Right, right which is no shocker. <clears> it's become a common theme actually now. You can, yeah, with all these why nots. And right. you can only imagine, let's throw in any kind of random person into the role of Psy. Same look and same demeanor and everything. It wouldn't have been the same. Right. I mean, everything that he does is a is something that pushes the limits in just you know some sort of way. From his introduction on Happy Days as work from work, yeah, uh, to his little stint with Billy Crystal on Friends, yeah. uh, yep. which was completely out of the you know with all the guest celebrities that were on there, it was just yep. so outside the box. I played that oh, yeah. poor you know, guy. That was great. <laughs> everything that he does was two or three steps ahead of the curve, and uh, it would really change <clears throat> whatever the beaten path was. He would change it. And take his own path, even if it was directed otherwise. And yeah. it usually just became cinematic genius. And that this is no exception. This was, at the end of it, I was just like, son of a bitch, this is good. Oh, yeah. See This is just really, really good. Surprise me. But, uh, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So, it's time for some... So I guess you guys like the night court. The oh night. yeah, we did. Damn Skippy, I like it. Found a ten minute loop of that. Oh, now I'm in heaven. So we're gonna be using the crap out of that one. All right, I'm gonna do this one then. Oh, yeah. Now, now he's just giving me more of a challenge to like. Okay, let's see if you can line the music up to this fucker. Good luck, editing bastard. Okay. <laughs> I like to give him challenges. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I've been answering him too. Yeah, he's, you're, he's, he's you've risen to the occasion, sir. I salute you. He's gone beyond. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. With the away, first sir. one, I gotta do this one because you can relate to this better than anything. Okay. Remember when you were playing John Proctor? Right. When you're playing a serious character, it's mm-hmm. really hard to come out of it. Yeah. And Robin Williams did the best thing that he thought to know. You know, in order to keep level, you know, he's like you got to realize, you know, it's just a performance. He would often play practical jokes. Oh, good. That's funny. And that's kind of the shit that we were doing when you're doing Crucible. Yes. You know, we're being the back, and here he is. He's completely John Proctor, and suddenly he'd suddenly cut a fart or something. Yeah. You know, we, and we had nights it. where we had to, where I would leave, and I would go home and just, I nothing. I wouldn't do anything. I would just crawl right into bed and go to sleep yeah. because I'd be so emotionally wrecked or spent doing, yeah. doing the show. But, um, but yeah, we did. We wound up breaking a lot of the tension on the set where it was like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> confess the witch. <laughs> and we just laugh, and then Ed would get mad. And then director. we would go, and then we would go right into performing. Mm-hmm. It, these were all tricks to do to keep our energy up during the performance. Yeah. Because we didn't want you because to. we had to come yeah. back and do that. But this is what Robin. Well, if I remember one of the pranks, it was during the chase scene where he he's running through the conference room yeah and then he comes back and he's freaking naked he's buck naked yes <laughs> he burst out of the doorway completely nude during that chase scene oh my there's God. one scene they're doing that thing I imagine him just carrying yeah. the duffel bag but he's got his bags right here yeah. he's like oh, oh and then, of course the director had to go cut you have the duffel bag and a marble bag hanging around there. Everybody's just cracking up. They're like they're, they're trying to do this shot. Imagine it being exhausting and stuff like that. And Robin just comes out butt naked, damn, just to play um, uh, play play that joke there. Um, and uh, the second one, okay, after the f- film premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, mm-hmm. Robin Williams overheard viewers say that they forgot it was Williams in the lead role 15 minutes into the film. That's good. An observation that Williams is very proud. Of. It should be too. And he should. The sign of any great actor. Oh, exactly. And this is like, there's so many good ones, but this is my third topper. Robin Williams had to shave most of his arms and upper chest yeah. and hands to give him that clean appearance. Because, of extremely, because he has an extremely hairy body. Yeah. yeah. Is, it's not every time. The last time he did that, he did that also in Bicentennial. Yeah. But every every time I watched <laughs> when it would have a close up of his face, mm-hmm. you could see where he was. Really having to like right before he had to shoot, they were shaving to make sure that that five o'clock shadow. Well, was you gotta imagine and, like this dude has thirty minute shadow. Problem. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You you're, you're done for a day. He sneezes hard whiskers. and he's got yeah. whiskers coming in. Yeah. 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 So I got a couple of trivia points I'm going to throw out too. Go for it. Okay. Uh, one of them, Robin Williams is a fan <laughs> of the Japanese Japanese, Japanese. anime series Neo Genesis. Evangelion. Oh, good. And specifically asked to have a model from the series incorporated as part of the film. The model itself, contrary to Drake's explanation that it is of a good guy, is of an intelligent, unintelligent, creature-like antagonist from an adult-oriented film ending in the series Neo Genesis Evangelion, the end of Evangelion. Mm -hmm. 
the box toy is supposedly from William's own personal collection. We know <laughs> the Robin's man collected toys. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the things I loved. I'm like, uh, when I found out that that was Robin Williams' toy, I'm like, dude, I do not feel bad for collecting the stuff I collect. No, and you I, shouldn't anyway. No, I shouldn't. Well, you, you know, his love for toys and just that whole world in general, just by watching that oh, um, yeah. Nintendo DS commercial with his daughter. Oh, absolutely. He's yeah. into the culture. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you had another piece? Yes. I have one piece of trivia, and I'll, I'll give it to you when you're finished. Here. Okay, good, good. Uh, two more, and then we'll end with yours on Great. the trivia point. Uh, Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails was initially chosen by Mark Rom- Romanek, the director, to provide the musical score. Romanek, however, opted to use not use the score Reznor provided. Some of the compositions meant to be used in the film were reworked and used in the album Steel of Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. Originally, Robin Williams was cast as the manager, <laughs> save Martin <laughs> for Bill. Mm-hmm. And, but after reading the screenplay a second time, Williams requested Cy. So at first he was going to play Bill, the, the Save Mart manager that was played by Gary Cole. Who the fuck would they have got to play Cy? I have no that's, idea. Oh, I think that's probably the whole thing of, yeah, no, <laughs> we're, we're glad with you. Because also, too, <laughs> uh, he probably could have done yeah. it. But once he read the script, he wanted the role of Cy. He, he campaigned for it. So. And basically also, too, kind of a flip of it to wrap mine up. Because there's there's a lot of good facts in this, and we highly recommend everybody check out the One Hour Photo IMDb page, but also to listen to the commentary on the One Hour Photo Blu-ray and DVD because it's really some fun stuff. Because like this last piece of information, Jack Nicholson was originally offered the role of Cy. Oh, see, oh, totally different performance. Yeah, and honestly, as much as Jack is Jack, yeah. He, it wouldn't have been good. Well, Jack would have been creepy from the get go, mm-hmm. and wouldn't I don't know. Like I, I know he could have done the evolution of Psy, but I don't think it would have been as effective or as much been, of a bullet point as yeah. it would have been different. Is yeah, what it, it would have been, been quickly a uh, creepy old man. It would have just been creepy old man right off the bat. Right. So, uh, and then my fun fact was just that uh, Connie Nielsen's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the trivia thing. Uh, uh, in what film did I most enjoy seeing her boobies? Or her fully nude? Sorry. Fully nude. The uh, Devil's Advocate is the answer. Uh, yeah. There we go. I just wanted to throw that out there. I I will take it sexual since I did not. Thankfully yes. for you. Uh, but the whole time I was watching that movie, I was like, God, I love her. <laughs> so anyhow, there you go. Boobies. So we got through the trivia, so you know why not. We always end with some rapid-fire recommendations, and this time around we're going to keep it interesting with uh, dramatic turns for comedic actors and actresses. Okay. And uh, I think for my first one, I'm going to throw out um, Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love. (laughs) Oh, he got me a good one. Yeah, that one is an awesome one, and it's very underrated. And I was talking to somebody at work today about that movie, where I was just like, yeah, that movie pisses me off about the rest of Adam Sandler's career because you know he can do good stuff. You know oh, yeah. he can be dramatic. And that scene where he takes the tire iron mm-hmm. to those guys after they, they cause a crash and hurt his girl, mm-hmm. so it's such, like, rage. It's such focused rage Yeah, that it's, like, that you're you're better than Jack and Jill, dude. You are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Give us this more often, man. Yeah. Uh, I got another one uh, for him. Uh, it happens to be Adam Sadler, but you did punch drug love. I think. Uh, what's the one where he was a survivor? He lost his family. I'm not fucking life. telling you because that was my fucking pick. Oh, damn it! We all as soon as, as soon as you said Adam Sadler, that's why I looked at you like, <laughs> okay, son of a bitch. Well, you know what? In all fairness, I'm gonna go ahead and give that to Nick. Cause no, you you, you can take it. Right it's rain on me. It's yeah, it's rain, rain on me. Okay, it's, thank it, you. Rain over me. Rain over me. I, I rain over that me. one. Great. Freaking underrated movie. Very deep. Uh, Don Cheadle, uh, Liv Tyler. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. In that one, Liv uh, Tyler plays and a... And it's, he's, he, it's not that he lost his family in an accident. He lost his wife and daughter in 9-11. 9/11. Yeah. 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 And that... Dude, I bawled my eyes out in that movie. When oh, he yeah. comes out of the courtroom and he says something like... I'm about to fucking tear up now. When he says something to her parents... Like, I'll call you. I'll call you in a couple days. I love you, Mom and Dad. And he kissed her on the cheek, and she just burst into tears. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. It's so good. It's and that's so fucking thing. good. A lot of people avoid that movie because of the 9-11 thing. But compared to yeah. certain movies that have used 9-11, yeah. it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It's like 25th Hour with Edward Norton. It, 9-11 is the ominous surrounding of it. Yeah. yeah. And 
Rain Over Me is one of those movies, it, and it's uh, it's not a Happy Madison production. No, no, I forget the name of the production company they used it for. It it's kind of in the same vein as uh, Mel Brooks's Brookstone. Yeah, that he uses for like Elephant Man and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Adam used it for Rain on Me because he's like he can't have a Happy Madison. He can't have a Happy Madison in this movie. Right no, because people wouldn't go see it. Yeah, because that, they'd be like nine eleven Happy Madison movie. No, no. Where's the Rob Schneider going to pop up? Yeah, exactly. No, but this... great freaking choice, dude. Thank you. Yeah, and it was. I mean, really, the whole thing is is he plays Charlie Feynman in that one, and it, Don Cheadle, you know, finds him because he's uh, he's a dentist. I, they were both in dental school, and one of them was yeah. really, you know, Charlie was a really good dentist and all that stuff. And he sees him on the streets, uh, yeah. you know, with his headphones on and all, and he's just basically, skitter. yeah, he's basically just blocked out the world. Yeah. He's basically he has Constantly millions and millions and millions of dollars, but he's just blocked out the world. Yeah, yeah and it, that's that's one of the things that uh, played well is that you know you can believe this character exists. This wasn't Adam Sadler just being one of his exaggerations. Right, he wasn't being Dracula. Yeah. He wasn't being Happy Madison or um, you know Billy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Billy Madison Billy Gilmore. or Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, or, and he wasn't being the Water Boy. He yeah. was being a real person. Exactly. And uh, that's that's mine for uh, Adam Sadler, and so well, I guess we share that one. And, but also, too, the one more thing about "Rain Over Me" gives us one of the greatest covers of a song from Eddie Vedder. Oh, Eddie Vedder! Yeah, me. Jesus God, love what? that damn song. It, "Rain Rain Over Me" was is originally a was Who song. One? Oh, was it? Who yeah, or, it's a, uh, yeah okay. it's a Who song. I don't um, know my classic bands. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Who tune. It's covered it's by Eddie great Vedder. Great song too. Which followed <clears> on the heels <throat> of Eddie Vedder covering that uh, amazing. Pearl Jam covering... Uh, um, Last Kiss? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, such a great song. Yes. Anyway, anyhow. Yeah, on yours. Oh, that's great. Uh, okay, well, you know what? There was there were several that I was going to pick. Like, Okay, I'm going to go with this one just because I was going to leave with Adam Sandler and so I'm like, ah, scramble. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Sandler and the Cobbler. No, I'm, no, I'm going to say... Sandler. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Bill Murray in uh, Lost in Translation. Great. And in St. Vincent. Oh, good choices. Um, I, good, great choice. Now he was funny. Don't get me wrong; he was funny, but it was but it was a, a serious. Kind of funny. Yeah. Yes, it's it's a different type of funny. Yeah. Um, Lost in Translation was one of my favorites because he's basically just kind of a washed up actor who's yeah. You know, I, I don't even know if he's really washed up. No, but no, he's just not. Just, as, he gets. He's doing he's some commercials. He's doing commercials in Japan because they pay him a shit ton of money to yeah. do it. That's where he meets Scarlett Johansson, and they have this Friendship. wonderful. Love affair, I would say, yeah, that I isn't that. a pl- platonic. Love yeah, it's affair. very platonic. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Another he has his wife. She has her, you know, music producer douchebag, uh, douchebag of a mm-hmm. man. You know, like, yeah. But uh, what a what a great fucking you know like I just loved I loved him in that well because uh, he was with, so human he was just, and, and, and there's another one where I was watching it where I was like don't don't take it a bad way don't. Yeah, don't sex it up. They didn't need to. And it was perfect. It was so perfect. Even that last scene where they're talking, like he whispers in her ear. What does he whisper? Yeah. Anybody know? Uh, No. There have been many thoughts. It's never going to be revealed. Everybody has said. I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah. It's something that doesn't need to be revealed. No, it doesn't. He could be just going like, I just farted. Yeah. (laughs) It just it doesn't matter. Yep. Put it to the test coin. There's another thing subject to interpretation. Yes. yes. So, so uh, to wrap mine up, since we're going to do two pieces of uh-huh. actors, sure. I don't know why I said pieces of actors. <laughs> two pieces of shit. No, okay, okay, <laughs> no, these are definitely not pieces. No, of No, they're shit. not. Um, Far from it. Go ahead. Here's one that I know. Um, actually, probably both of you are going to agree I'm with me sure. on this one. Is uh, Jim Carrey? You fuck. You're I knew Man it. on the Moon. No. Oh, 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 okay, okay. What? Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. No, okay, no. Uh, yeah, I was gonna smack him if he didn't do it because that we were we were talking about that in high school. Such yeah, a fucking it was great, such a great biopic. Oh yeah. Um, really, there wasn't anybody that I didn't like in that movie. No, it's such a good. Even Courtney Love was good. Courtney yes. Love was fantastic in that, yes. and and I actually really enjoy her as an actress. Oh yes. Um, you know, with with her the the. Larry Flint movie. Yeah, yeah people no, versus Larry Flint. Fuck, she was so good in that, and I was very so hard. Man, Man on the Moon gave a lot of people a really solid insight into Andy Kaufman. Yes. And he mm-hmm. wanted to do this pick so bad. Jim Carrey wanted to make this movie so bad. They got the whole cast of Taxi back yeah, together. Yeah, so many people in there. Uh, got you know, Jerry Lawler in Yeah, Jerry Lawler got involved with it, and uh, Jim Carrey actually, there's a fun fact for you, Jim Carrey actually really spits on him and, 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 pissed, him and yeah, pissed him off to get him into the role. Yeah. Because Jerry Lawler was like, it was kind of a weird spot to go back to for him, and yeah. so it caused some heat on on uh, set. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it ended up being something great. I know they, they kind of made their amends later on yeah, and stuff uh-huh. like that. But, yeah, I mean, again, Jim Carrey's a method actor, and he loves getting involved well, in his role. He loves role. getting deep into it. Um, and f- what a great fucking role to get involved in. Yeah. You know, right up right up to the end when you're seeing him, and he's going to list the guy who pulls the... You know the organs yeah. out of people. You know the cancer and the disease out of people, and yeah, then he, he, sees, that it's he a sees that he's palming it. Yeah, and he go and he just starts chuckling to himself. He's like, what? Like, oh shit! <laughs> you know, like I'm getting conned at the end here. You know, uh-huh. but uh, that's also the inspiration for us. That that movie and Andy Kaufman in general is the inspiration for us to sometime do a live show and then take everybody out for milk and cookies. Yes, that's yeah. my my yeah. goal now for nowhere is to do that. Yes, yeah. so that was Josh's brainchild, and I'm I you know via Andy Kaufman, yeah, and cool. yeah. I, I fucking love the idea. So. Yeah, funny uh, quick fact since I didn't <clears throat> mention church at the beginning of this, I'll mention church now. <laughs> My bishop took me to go see Man on the Moon. Oh, wow. Really? R rated movie. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Well, we and him always talked about Andy Kaufman at church. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, around this time was when I re- really w- was tapping into my creative side. Yeah. Learning mm-hmm. the weird side of creativity, the. The different people of the creative world that a lot of people don't know about, like learning more about Chaplin and mm-hmm. learning about Andy Kaufman and all that stuff. Yep. And the bishop of my church encouraged the crap out of it. Of course, when Good. They, when they got to the brothel, he kind of was like, shit. But, um, oh, okay, I guess I'll wrap up with my last one. Yes. Uh, this man uh, has already done this in spades, but I think it's uh, worth noting. When you compare Tom Hanks in, <laughs> in, the, in the Money Pit, and then you compare his, um, his work in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I think uh, uh, that just speaks wonders. And like well, I said, still, he's done this in still, Spain. Well, that's still one of my favorite yeah. uh, yes, uh, Bruce uh, Springsteen songs. Oh, oh yeah. Streets of Philadelphia. Yeah, Streets of Philadelphia. Song. Jesus. And that's the whole thing, too. A lot of people don't realize that Tom Hanks is a comedic actor. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, started in TV with yeah, Bosom Buddies, buddies. And, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about this recently, too, yeah. about the fact that he Beetlejuice. Oh, I'm sorry, not Beetlejuice. No, 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 I was talking about uh, yes. Dragnet. Thank you, Dragnet yeah. and the uh, Burbs. The yeah, fact that he hasn't done a comedy in such a long time. Yeah. And honestly, I almost think he's probably been handed comedies left and right. I think the last comedy he did was technically the thing you do. Uh-huh. Well, Honestly, I'll tell you, as as an actor who's done comedies, uh-huh. uh, you know myself, and I know Phil's done them a, mm-hmm. as much too. And I do wish after you this. after you do comedy, uh, you know after you do a really you know good comedy, uh, especially in theater because comedies tend to bring people out more, and musicals tend to bring mm-hmm. people out more than dramatic turns do. Yeah. But and then if you can combine you know drama and, <clears throat> with the singing, then you know uh-huh. you get Les Mis and people love that shit. Yeah. But. Uh, I love sinking my teeth into drama. Oh, yeah. Like dramatic turns. I absolutely love it. And, uh, yeah, that's... I, I, don't, I think he's probably just like, no, I love, I love yeah. this. I love this. But also, yeah. too, I think, like I told him, I think he probably does get the scripts and everything, mm-hmm. but he's so... He so loves doing drama right now. It uh-huh. has to be that right script for him to go. It's it's. You know, let's go do. Let's do that comedy. Yeah, it's it's actor. Uh, he was in Actors Paradise, and he's been there since he was thirty-seven years old. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have to do anything. No, no. He doesn't want to do. He, yeah, he, exactly. And um, if if you want to see his comedic stuff, you can listen to it as Woody. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. there, there's his comedic. He's he's got his toes still into comedic. But if he, if I guess if he's going to show up, well, actually, as a person, as a person, he's a hilarious. Guy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Here you sit down. You just got gumped. Yeah. I mean, the oh, man's great. His adventures in uh, Apple Valley. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just heard nothing but wonderful things. Yeah, about the gentleman. So the uh, the thing I I like about him is something I like about Robin Williams is just the extreme versatility. Yes. Um, you know, and what he can do. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, Gump. Uh, Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump, obviously. You mentioned it. Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. The Green Mile. The Green, Green Mile. Mile. How about uh, Perdi- uh, Road to Perdition? Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Yeah. Castaway is another great one. And then uh, the, the new one that's coming out, Bridge of Spies. I want to oh, see that one. So I want to see that one really bad. Uh-huh. So. Oh, oh, what's that other one? The Terminal. 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 Yeah, terminal, yeah. The terminal. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's got this body of work, right? But I had to talk, I had to narrow it down to Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the man's done it in space. Exactly. Well, I mean, and if you... Well, nah, it's rom-com, but still. Uh, I was going to say uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, still, comedy. Comedy. still comedy, but I mean, it's... it's 
you know, yeah. it's also serious. You know, yeah, it also yes. has a serious tones of you know, losing the straight, wife and all that. Yeah, and, there's, and then you got Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. Which is uh, extreme. So in Seattle, I think, was the first time that I really knew that he could do mm-hmm. dramatic. Uh, it was the, It's the first well, time I recall where he, he can do something where he's like, ha-ha, you know, funny, this yeah. is funny shit, too. But then when he's telling the story of his wife passing away and all yeah. that, it's just like, fuck, you know? Like, he's really versatile. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly back you up on that. I was Thanks. actually, I was going to go with Tom Hanks, you know, down that road. I was actually going to go with Jim Carrey also on, uh, which I'm going to give a quick shout to, which is the uh, Sunshine... Uh, Sunshine on the Spotless Mind. Fantastic movie. But uh, I actually want to give a nod to somebody a little bit different here on okay. for my last pick. Um, Kristen Wiig. Oh! Uh, Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. Um, skeleton. Yeah, the Skeleton Twins. Uh, if you yeah. had a ch- if you get a chance to see the Skeleton Twins, they're both they're they're uh, twin brother and sister, and Bill Hader's gay. Uh, mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig's in a marriage that she fucking hates and you know it's just Bill Hader tries to commit suicide around the beginning and you know I'm not going to ruin too much of the movie for you but it's their journey to find some normalcy in their Mm -hmm. life and it's one of the best movies that I've seen in a long time so if you get a chance The Skeleton Twins is one of the best films that I've seen in in quite some time that with you know funny actors haha actors Tristan Wiggs hilarious okay then I got one more Jim Carrey for you guys the number 23 Oh, perfect! Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just, I'll just throw that out there. Just and, you know what? I'll throw out one more too. Okay. Uh, Louis C.K. and Trumbo. Boom! I haven't seen it. Yet, I haven't seen it. I've heard nothing um, but good things. But yeah, I wrote the piece on uh, Nowhere on it. Okay. And, and it's one of those movies I've always had a weird addiction to the blacklist of Hollywood. And yeah, it, this is going to be a good series one, and we covered a lot of great series ones here. So to wrap this up, as we always wrap it up. Uh, definitely check out One Hour Photo. It's one of those that flew under a lot of people's radars. It's a dark, twisted yeah. tale. But if you love Robin Williams and his dramatic roles, it's one of my favorites. Hey. Check out One Hour Photo. And as always, if you got to ask why to Robin Williams, then you're listening to the wrong show. So yeah. why not Robin Williams? Why not? <laughs> <laughs>